This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. We are continuing our series on test-driven development. And today we want to talk a little bit about the mechanics of how we do this. So we've talked about the importance of unit tests and we've talked about the fact that you have to write test code and functional code simultaneously. And uh, in the last episode, we argued that uh, you should actually start writing your tests first and then drive your development using those tests. Uh, so today let's look at the mechanics of how you would go about doing that yeah so firstly the term uh, tdd uh, let's just uh, dissect that term a little bit so it's called uh, there are two variations that people use of that term test first development and test driven development uh, so test first development really implies uh, a more sim- simple uh, interpretation that you're writing a test first and you're writing that test to drive your code and then you will write test again and that that is uh, uh, that's uh, that's what you will follow by writing code so that's test first development and test driven development um, uh, the the term comes from this interpretation that you using one test at a time to drive the direction of your code and the flow of the code that you're writing um so so that's the simple explanation of just why the name uh, uh comes from where the name comes from um now the mechanics of test driven development are uh, uh, generally referred to in terms of a red green refactor cycle you might have heard of these term or if you search these terms you will see uh, simple uh, diagrams and explanations of these terms of of this cycle uh but a quick way to understand the red green refactor cycle is that the first step is to write a test which uh which uh, tries to exercise a new piece of functionality or a variation of functionality that isn't existing in the code base yet so what will happen once you've written this test and when you run it it will fail so you will see a red bar most ides will show a red bar to uh to indicate a failing test so uh, so you write a test it will be a failing test to start with so you see a red bar and you verify whether the test failed for the expected reason so that's the first step to get to a red meaningful red uh test uh then the next uh, step is to now write just enough code and just enough is the keyword only enough code to get that new test that you've just written pass so you're trying to write the simplest uh, you're trying to find the simplest way to get just this this uh, one test that you just wrote to pass and uh, if you've done that so let's say you write two three four lines of code to to and then you run the test again if you, the code that you've written uh, is right then it will the test will pass and you will see a green bar so so that's the green step so that's red green and then the refactor step is that now you 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 return some some failing test uh, to exercise a new functionality you wrote some code uh, quickly and and quite simplistically to get it to a passing stage 
now in this refactor step you ask yourself uh, and you know if you're pairing with somebody you both asking yourself how can i make this code simpler to read simpler to understand is there ways to to do that so you here is where you're doing a little bit of design this is in micro micro level design that you're saying okay uh, what variable names can we choose to make it more expressive do you know can we extract a smaller function out of the small number of lines the, that we just wrote should this really be moved to another class for for the responsibilities will be clearer that way whatever maybe the small uh refactorings that you can do to make the code look and uh, you just make it easier to read and understand so that's the refactor step uh, remember the definition of refactoring is that you're making changes to the code uh, without introducing any new functionality you're making changes to the code to make it uh, better uh, to make it uh, cleaner so so that's how you're applying the refactoring step just on the new code that you wrote so that's the red green refactor cycle and once you've done that um, that you're satisfied that your your test is passing and you're satisfied that it is the cleanest code that you can think of as at the at this point the next step would be to now think of the next scenario for which you'll write next test and you fail and then you'll just get that to pass and then you'll refactor and call that done so that's the refactor uh, red green refactor cycle that you'll go through right and it's important to understand uh, again from a timeline perspective uh, of how fast this cycle is so ideally the cycle would be 5 to 10 minutes uh, so you're not writing a whole bunch of tests uh, multiple different scenarios and then writing code that passes all of those tests you're literally writing one scenario uh, so common example is you're building a calculator and so you're writing the add function Uh, and that's the first test that you would write that uh, given that i pass these two arguments to an add function it gives me this particular result and because the function doesn't exist today your uh, test will fail and then you keep adding more scenarios of passing negative numbers passing string values passing you know all kinds of other uh, things arguments to the add function and uh, and start expecting the right results from it and so you build the sophistication of this add function Uh, by introducing more and more scenarios and uh, it goes without saying that uh, your story your user story is actually going to drive these scenarios so if your user story um uh, uh, talks about uh, you know three or five different scenarios then those are the ones that you will write tests for uh, so again when you are doing test driven development you are really driving your code according to what the user expects to see uh, and that's quite an important uh, thing to keep in mind because if you start writing an add function uh, you might end up um, checking for all kinds of scenarios so you might actually introduce functionality that uh, takes two strings and concatenates them uh, because that's a meaningful way to use an add function but if that's not what you expect your system to do or that's not what the user is uh, expecting from the system then that's just extra code that now you have to maintain uh, so instead of thinking about the code first you're really talking about uh, a user scenario and then driving or writing enough code to just tackle that particular user scenario and that user scenario is driven from analysis of what the system really expects to do uh, so that's the idea behind um, uh, making sure that you're really doing short cycles 5 to 10 minutes uh, and tackling one scenario at a time uh, and making sure that the scenario is actually related to what the user expects from your system right and another uh, good practice while doing tdd is to follow up a red green refactor cycle 
quickly uh, by a commit by at least a local commit uh, so what that what that does is that it makes each of your commits really small logical pieces of of, of value so every and and then you you can just understand what each commit is by reading the name of the test and uh, and you and others in the in the team could just make sense of each of the commits very very simply it also just creates a really good fallback like if you if you lost track of where you were if, if let's say like i i personally uh, because these red green refactor cycles are so so quick uh, sometimes i would like if i feel stuck for more than 10 15 minutes on something whether it's about not being able to uh, come up with a uh, logical next step in the test or getting stuck on on getting the test to be green I would just throw away that much code because it's only last five ten minutes of code that I and then just start from scratch like take a small break and then start from scratch and you know I'm likely to just think up a simpler scenario or think up a simpler solution for the for the scenario so that sort of thing is is quite valuable it can give you that uh, that confidence so the adding a commit step right after the refactor step in the TD cycle could be quite powerful so so that's uh, just a simple uh, explanation basic explanation of how uh, TDD is practiced uh, generally uh, in future episodes we'll talk more about benefits of TDD so when you do this uh, uh, as a developer and as a team there are several benefits that you get out of it and let's listen you can listen to further episodes for uh, those insights all right see you next time bye, -bye.